0: First popularized by the iconic George A. Romero back in 1968 with Night of the Living Dead, the zombie subgenre has gone on to become a staple of horror. When you think of the mainstays of horror, the trusty zombie is a figure who forever springs to mind. Whether you like your zombie films to be full of genuine smarts, or whether you'd prefer to simply see brains devoured, there are so many ways to deliver a great undead offering. One thing we can always count on in a zombie picture of course is chaos and carnage. And while death is so often on the Table in a zombie film, there are those times where death looks like a fantastic option to have when compared to some of the other fates left lurking around the corner for a character. I'm Tilly from What Culture Horror, and these are seven zombie movie horror fates worse than death. 7. Being trapped by this bastard, the return of the living dead. Even though the movie itself is delivered with its tongue firmly in its cheek, the comedic elements of The Return of the Living Dead still can't stop certain scenes from being completely and utterly terrifying. Case in point, Tarman. Reanimated and with his skin having melted off, Tarman is an eerie proposition just for his sheer appearance. And for Beverly Randolph's Tina, she's left shrieking in terror after the mangled, skinless form of Tarman turns up behind her on his quest to eat brains. Thinking on her feet, Tina takes refuge in a nearby locker, but then she's trapped as this hungry fella continues to demand her grey matter as his next meal. Not only that, the rescue bid from Tina's pals end up being with suicide, being attacked by Tarman, and then having his brains eaten. At having to wish this, one would imagine that the panicked Tina was wishing for a quick death while she was trapped inside her locker. Instead, that death came for all the inhabitants of Louisville, yes I had to google how to pronounce that, when the military's answer to their zombie problem was to just simply nuke the whole town. As for Tarmen, he too was probably wishing for his own permanent death, rather than what he was turned into. 6. Ruining your record collection Sean of the Dead. For those of you with a penchant for collecting records, there is nothing more painfully unimaginable than having to trash your own record collection. Of course, this all plays into one of the more memorable moments of Edgar Wright's Shaun of the Dead. Confronted with the realization that zombies are now very much a real thing, Shaun and Ed have to deal with two such shuffling sorts in their back garden. As Ed decides it would be a wise idea to try throwing some of Sean's vinyl records at these undead folk, we get to see Sean painfully watch as his record collection threatens to go up in smoke. In fact, it's a Dire Straits album and the Batman 89 soundtrack that Simon Pegg's character is happy to see weaponised. As for the rest, Sean is completely against those being used in he and his best buddies battle against those undead bastards. So adamant that his records are kept in pristine condition, this is what prompts Sean to break into his shed and pick up an iconic cricket bat and shovel as more suitable weapons. 5. Chased by a zombie stripper, Zombieland. A more light-hearted entry here, but one that in reality would be absolutely terrifying. In terms of bringing something based more around entertainment than all-out scares, Zombieland was a breath of fresh air when it was released in 2009. Compared to 2004's Shaun of the Dead in terms of tone and approach, the picture was a zombie movie that was vastly different to the majority of zombie flicks out there. Of course, what Zombieland also had was an utterly phenomenal opening credit sequence, which, in itself, perfectly set the table for what lay ahead for audiences. What deserves a special shout-out here, though, is the sheer fear on the face of the guy who finds himself being chased by a zombie stripper during that opening. Just look at that. That's the face of someone praying for a quick death instead of the current terror. While any zombie sprinting after you would be enough to make most of us soil our shorts, adding a whole other level of terror to this is having that zombie be largely naked and with their undead boobies bouncing along. But hey, what else can you expect when you decide to visit a strip club in the middle of a zombie pandemic? Four, frostbite. Dead Snow. 2009's Dead Snow is a hugely enjoyable romp of a zombie movie, with the snowy landscape of Norway meshing brilliantly with the crazy concept of hordes of undead Nazis. While there are numerous deaths and plentiful carnage, one of the absolute worst fates seen in Dead Snow revolves around Vengar Hall's character of Martin. If being faced with hundreds of Nazi zombies wasn't problematic enough, Martin ends up having to cut one of his own arms off with a chainsaw after being bitten. Alas, that wasn't the last of Martin's troubles though. Having just that very minute managed to go through the pain barrier and cut off his infected arm, Martin gets absolutely zero respite as an undead Nazi rises up from the snow and bites him square on the um... So not only has Martin had to cut off his own arm, he now has the prospect of likewise having to maybe make another amputation. To be fair on the fella, even then he continues fighting the good fight throughout the remaining 10 minutes of the movie. Well, after brutalising the zombie that did that deed... By the time all is said and done with Dead Snow, Martin's fate is left ambiguous, although the character would actually return for the Red vs. Dead sequel offering, where he would have a zombie Nazi arm surgically attached in place of his lost limb. Three, being forced to kill Dead Snow 2, Red vs. Dead. If the events of the first Dead Snow were bad enough for poor Martin, his troubles only further intensified by the time of that movie's 2014 follow-up. While he lost an arm and got bit on his junk in Dead Snow, Dead Snow 2 Red vs. Dead found Martin himself having to commit plentiful brutal murders, all against his own will. As alluded to, Red vs. Dead saw Martin rush to a medical facility with the arm of zombie Nazi leader Herzog for company. Seeing the severed undead limb and seeing Martin's need for a new arm, the G genius medical staff opted to put the two together, that left Martin with a Nazi arm that had a mind of its own, and that mind had a thirst for death. After coming to terms with the innocents he's inadvertently killed, Martin does find a slither of a silver lining when he realises that his undead arm also gives him the ability to raise the dead, and so he uses the ability to resurrect some fallen Russian soldiers to take on their Nazi counterparts. Oh, and the finale of the film sees Martin raise his deceased girlfriend from the dead before having sex with her while his new zombie best friend casually watches. Yeah, those Dead Snow films, man. Two. Total Isolation. The Night Eats the World. While 28 days later and 28 weeks later have both been given plentiful coverage over the years, one zombie movie similarly filled with desolate isolation is The Night Eats the World. A 2018 movie from French filmmaker Dominique Rocher, The Night Eats the World is a fascinating character study of what it could be like to actually survive through the initial burst of a zombie apocalypse. Played by Anders Danielson Lee, Sam finds himself waking up one morning and realizing that a virus has ravaged Paris and. And the majority of its inhabitants into zombies. Going into survival mode, he manages to successfully barricade himself off from the outside world remarkably well, and Sam seems to have outsmarted the feral threat that resides on the streets of France's capital city. As time goes by, though, we see Sam's mental state spiral into a decline as he starts to hallucinate. It's then that our central character realises that his isolation is not healthy for him, and his stark options are either to kill himself or to venture out into the zombie-filled world lurking outside his door. 1. Having to watch your daughter suffer Maggie. In his directing debut, Henry Hobson crafted something rather special with 2015's Maggie. Allowing Arnold Schwarzenegger to do more than just flex his muscles and spout insta-quotable cheese-laced dialogue, Maggie afforded the governator plenty to sink his teeth into in a way that explores his softer side. As Wade Vogel, Arnold is a father who is faced with the ultimate dilemma. In a world where a virus is causing people to turn into zombies, he has served up the shocking revelation that his daughter Maggie, Abigail Breslin, has been bitten on her arm and will become one of the undead in merely a matter of weeks. Rather than his daughter being forced into a quarantine facility, Wade manages to convince medical personnel to allow him to care for Maggie at his home, on the basis that, when the time comes, he is prepared to end his daughter's life. Maggie is truly a heartbreaking watch, which is something that cannot be said with all that much frequency when discussing zombie movies. Determined not to let anyone else kill his little girl, Wade has to battle his own emotions as he toys with the reality that he's going to have to do the unthinkable, all while we watch the character of Maggie gradually start to become more and more zombie-like. Hold up!